a habit that I picked up from Coach Jackie. Uh, she she's the one that encouraged me to like just start writing things down, and it actually helped me with my wrestling because it helped me like break down technique and to learn it faster. So that was like one of my methods of like helping me improve in my wrestling. Welcome back to the Arrow Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Andy Martinez. Today we had Khadija Gentle. Gentle wrestled for Edward R. Murrow High School. While there, she had a lot of injuries that she had to deal with, but in her senior year, she took third at the Individual City Championship. While at the Individual City Championship, her team won the tournament, and at the Dumi City Championship, they took second place against Truman High School um, and after high school she went on to wrestle for NASA Community College while attending NASA she was training uh, to be a pro wrestler uh, that didn't last too long but now she's currently training mixed martial arts at Warriors Nation but with no further ado Khadija Gentle So, um, I know you wrestled at Murrow. Tell me how you how you joined the sport. Um. Well, growing up, I've been a huge fan of WWE and pro wrestling, and eventually, that's what I wanted to do, like with my career uh, after high school. But when I got to high school at like the age of fourteen, um. Uh, there was like a flyer around school saying like oh there's a wrestling team and at the time like I didn't really know like what amateur wrestling really was but I was like hey it's still wrestling and it's like probably somewhat related to WWE but little did I know it wasn't Um, I was like hey all I can do is help me with pro wrestling so I was like let me go to this meeting and see what it's about and yeah from there that's where like I started wrestling at that time, did you join the boys and girls wrestling team, or was it just the girls itself? Um, at the time, it was the start of what was the folk style season, which is like boys season. So I did ended up starting out on my boys team, and there was a couple other girls there too with me. But being on like starting out on the boys team, it didn't really like phase me because. I was so young and so excited and just like, like excited to start wrestling. So yeah, I really like went in with like a, a positive mindset, not really thinking of anything negative. During your high school career, did you get hurt? Um, yes, I did twice. The first time I got hurt was my sophomore year of high school at the Gotham City uh, Wrestling Tournament. Uh, it was in my first match. Uh, I attempted an arm throw. This is my first time attempting that move at all. So I was like, let me go for this move. I attempted it and I didn't commit to the move and I ended up falling on my back and then my opponent fell on top of me and completely shattered my collarbone. So I had to get pulled out of that tournament, unfortunately. And I was off the mat for about three months. And then the second time I got hurt was 
actually in a car accident. I got hit by a car and ended up breaking my leg. Um, uh, yeah, that was like a really hard time in my life, but I recovered from it. Um, I ended up getting surgery the day after the accident and I got a metal rod and three screws and a plate and from my knee to my ankle. So it took about four months for me to start walking again. And then seven months after that, uh, I was back on the mat, ready to go again. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I did hear you were hurt, but I just didn't know yeah. how bad it was. But I, the thing that stood out me seeing you was um, you come to practice and you would always come with a notebook and write things down on, on the side. How much, <laughs> how much of it, when did you decide to do that? And why did you decide to do that? Even though you weren't even on the mat? Did that um, help? Yes, it did help me a lot. It's a habit that I picked up from coach Jackie. Uh, she, she's the one that encouraged me to like, just start writing things down and, it actually helped me with my wrestling because it helped me like break down technique and to learn it faster. So that was like one of my methods of like helping me improve in my wrestling. How long did you do that for? Like sit, come to practice and write, write your technique down. How long did you do that for? Uh, well, it, I would say I started doing it consistently my senior year of high school just because uh, I wanted, I was really, I wanted to come back hungry and I did come back hungry and I wanted to get better and achieve more things and achieve more things on my goals that I wanted to get to. So tell me about um, before you, before Murrow reached the finals for the girls, uh, girls team, girls freestyle team, tell me how the process was for your team. Uh, well, the process all started with uh, Beat the Streets coming in and having a clinic so that we would demonstrate what wrestling is all about to the gym classes at the school in hopes of getting girls to join the team. And from there, for some reason, uh, a lot of girls joined <laughs> and we just had numbers and that played a big factor in us uh, getting all the way to the, the finals. What did that mean to you when Merle reached the finals? Uh, it meant the world to me because uh, just like a little backstory, uh, my first time going to one of the Beat the Streets uh, benefit was back in like 2015, I believe, where it was USA versus Cuba. And from there, I saw that they had high school matches as well as, well as like the, the Olympic team matches. Um, and I was like, I want to wrestle there one day. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I wanted to get there. And my dreams en ended up coming through my senior year of high school when my team made it to the finals and we ended up wrestling at the, the benefit. So that was pretty cool. In 2017, did your team know that they were going to reach the finals or it was just like, it just happened? Like, can you t talk about the team aspect of it? Um, as a team, we were all like very like close knitted. We very, very family oriented and we just stuck together. And 
we just worked as a team that year because it was mostly seniors on the team and we all had like a little bit of experience so we all like were like okay this is our last year let's just give it our all whatever happens happens and we'll be proud of the outcome and the outcome ended up being like a really good one even though we didn't uh winning the championship we still like got that exposure for our team for the school and yeah did you have any uh close dual meets uh, going up to the championship um and not that i can remember but from i would probably say it would be it was a close uh team score between us and brooklyn tech from what can i can tell me some of the like can you tell me some of the matches that you remember uh some of the matches i remember um hmm was definitely mine obviously I actually lost my match for that dual meet so I was pretty like down on myself I know my teammates did a great job for us to even like win that dual meet but uh yeah all right so um after the dual meet you entered the city tournament and you actually ended up winning that tell me the difference from a dual meet championship you know a dual meet setting and an uh, individual tournament. What's the difference, differences of it from your perspective? Uh, okay, so like versus a dual meet, it's still the same concept, I would say, because even though you're competing for your own medal, at those individual tournaments, you also get like uh, a reward for, for winning your matches at the individual tournament. So it's still like a team thing at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't, it doesn't just take one person for all of us to succeed. Right. So after, after, after that, you ended up signing with NASA Community College. Tell me about that and the transition to that and then why it kind of fell through. Um, so, uh, getting signed to NASA, I actually got signed right after the city championships was over. So that was kind of cool that that happened like all in the same day. Um, it was a big deal for me because because of like the personal issues, I honestly thought I wasn't gonna like even go to college. So that was like a huge opportunity. And then thanks to Veronis, I ended up getting a scholarship as well. So like it kind of made the experience like a lot it, which it was much more ease it had much more ease but uh wrestling in college also played a huge factor because I didn't think that would also be possible so that was like super awesome but uh I was pursuing at the time I was pursuing pro wrestling so I had a really hectic schedule because like that everyone might know Nassau is like on Long Island. So it's like, and I live in Brooklyn, so that's like not really an easy travel. So I would have to wake up at around like maybe 4.30 in the morning to get ready to hop on the 6.30 train to get there for eight o'clock and eight o'clock class. So I'd have to take like two trains and a bus just to get to school every morning. And then I worked out 
uh, a little deal between me and the, one of the coaches there, Sam Thomas. And it was like I had to do afternoon practices in order to, to not do the evening practices. So I would be able to go to the pro wrestling practices. So I would go to my eight o'clock class, uh, go to the library, get some homework done. And then at 11, I would train with, uh, what's this girl's name? Kristen Walsh, that's her name. I would train with her at 11 with Sam and I would get my wrestling in for the day. And then right after I head to my other class and then head on the bus on the LIRR to the, the J train to pro wrestling practices and then I would head home. But yeah, I had like a, a schedule and it really took a toll on me. So I ended up dropping out because I'm not like the best student and school isn't really like an interest of me because my main focus is wrestling and eventually now it's like MMA. So that's what I want my career path to be or that's the path that I chose. Well, the traveling definitely plays a toll in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, but now you're, um, you're with the uh, Warriors Nation. How did you find that? Yeah. Tell me how that discovery came about. Um, so it came about uh, right after quarantine was a, like when quarantine, like kind of like it got lifted a little bit. Uh, so I was, I wouldn't say I was having doubts about pro wrestling. It was just like, I just felt like it's been a dream of mine for so long and I was trying so hard to to keep it alive, even though that like, I know like within me, like I just knew I didn't belong there anymore. And I just felt like I wouldn't like reach my full potential continuing with pro wrestling. So a friend of mine uh, actually invited me to the gym. And at first I didn't really like uh, have a plan yet, like joining the gym, but I was like, hey, I have a wrestling background. I'm probably going to like start doing jujitsu and probably compete for it and see where that takes me. So that was like my, my mindset at the time, like when I first started the Four Years Nation. But then I decided, I was like, you know, I'll take some of the striking classes too. And as time went on, I started to like it and I started to pick up on the technique and all that stuff. And I was like, maybe I should like transition into MMA, like take it seriously. And I would say about maybe January of this year, that's when I would say I started taking MMA like really seriously. And I was like, hey, I want, I want to make a career out of this. I'm still young. I have a wrestling background behind me. And uh, even though I have the background, it's not like it just stayed there. I kept working on my wrestling to improve it, to get better because uh, my wrestling where it was uh, when I started in my high school career versus where it is now, it's like completely different. And I've seen improvement because I'm actually taking this for seriously because at the end of the day with MMA, you can't uh, run away from the hard work. You just got to get it done. You got to put the time in, the sweat in, the blood, everything. So yeah. How many days do you train and it seems like you train every day, but like, do you have rest days? Uh, yeah, I try to squeeze some rest days in. Uh, 
I would say Friday and Sundays are like really my only two days off and that's like not even to rest it's like to do laundry to run errands those types of things but like I train about like five five days a week for the most part what like you've been doing this a while now like what do you like about it and what do you not you know not like so much about it um I would definitely say I like that it keeps me on track. It keeps me having a schedule because I'm somebody that I need a schedule. I need to keep myself busy. And I also like that it it pushes me to be outside of my comfort zone, like so much. Uh, certain parts of it uh, that I don't like is uh, training the long hours. Sometimes it gets you tired. Sometimes you're sleepy. Sometimes you don't want to go to gym sometimes you don't want to train but obviously like with discipline like you have to keep yourself going like if you if this is something that you really want because there's no shortcut when it comes to the lifestyle uh out of the classes you you've taken there what's one that you become like you started to like it more i I guess a little bit more than wrestling (laughs) if you could compare (laughs) Well, I would definitely say striking because as a grappler, that's like something, that's a whole new world, you know what I mean? And as time went on, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to like, I know I don't like it, but I'm going to push myself to do it. And just because I had that mindset, it it kind of forced me in a way to like it. So I would definitely say I started to pick up on liking striking a lot. And jujitsu, um, it's like a it's like a chess game. So it's like very slow, steady, and you slowly make your improvements here and there. The more you learn, you know. So yeah, that's that's the best way I would say. So I noticed that you were co- you were helping out your high school team. Tell me how that that transition was. I think you were still going to school too at a time, but tell me how yeah. it was. You know. I don't know how much time you were going to practices. I just saw you at tournaments sometimes, but tell me about that. Um, so I started doing that, I think, a little bit after I left Nassau. And it's when I started doing the Gym Class Heroes program with Beat the Streets. So I was working back and forth between Murrow and Beat the Streets. And this all happened right before quarantine started. So I didn't do it for a long time. I did it for about like two months, I would say before quarantine. And it was really fun, like being back in my high school in like an environment I'm so familiar with. So it felt good. And to also see like some of like the girls that like I grew that were like freshmen at the time when I was seniors and they're like growing up and seeing them work so hard and like improve, you know what I mean? So that was like a really good feeling. What were some of the things that you learned throughout your time there? Um, some things that I learned is that for me personally, I'm a person, I really take the, the character aspect of, I would say wrestling very seriously. So it, some things I learned was that hard work can get you to your dreams and you don't have to 
like do anything other than work hard to get what you want you know what I mean so like having integrity having honor and having like respect for like the people you work with it's like those are like the three biggest things I would say that I learned um what do you see the future of women's wrestling in New York City what do you envision do you envision something in the future um I envision it like something crazy like I feel like it's finally starting I feel like women's wrestling in general is starting to get the recognition that it has been deserving for so long and I think it's amazing that now like we're having all these colleges like offer opportunities to to these girls to wrestle in college to get an education while wrestling as well like having d1 schools offer you scholarships like that's amazing that's something we we didn't have like a few years ago you know what i mean like even the fact that i uh got the, the chance to to go to a college and wrestle over there to go to the practices like that's an amazing opportunity and i hope that it keeps growing and i know that it will um do you have anything else to say um no not of right now but i guess just be on the lookout for me because when my time comes i'm make everybody proud people rooting for me all right well thanks for your time thank you for having me no problem <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Arrow Wrestling's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating. Please follow us on Instagram, arrow underscore wrestling, to stay updated with future episodes.